I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm all right. Hell no. What he said dominate, and we not doing it. I put my heart in this, dog. Let's go, man. You're listening to Kane Gang, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy, happy Friday. Listen to the Kane Gang radio show here on Sirius XM channel 145. Let's take me back to that Hot 105 mix back. Let's just like, like slow. Some slow jams, man. Bro, just yeah. make it happen. I like it. My, my high school years in Atlanta, man. Listen to V103.3, man. No, nah, man. It's, it's down here in the Dale, bro. Hot 105. Just, Hot 105. You know, you got a little bit of, you got some some Gerald Levert, some Keith Sweat. <laughs> Keith Sweat, all don't. You know, some, sleep some, on Keith Sweat. Bro, that's my jams. You got some baby face. You know, I mean, <laughs> man, just. Gosh, there's nothing like that, bro. Just that music, that music. So anyway, 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 anyway. Again, like I said, you listen to the Kang Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM, channel 145, Slam Radio. Shout out to everybody over at Slam Productions. One time for Frank, one time for the Amigo, Little Amigo, all the students doing they doing their thing over there, man, making us sound good, making us do what we do. We appreciate y'all. So uh, I hope y'all enjoy what we got coming to you this week. There's a lot going on. Uh, a lot of things happening. A lot of things about to happen, um, bro. Let's let's start off real quick about that buzzer beater the other night by one time Charlie Moore. Talk to me, bro. Talk to me. Yo, I was going nuts, bro. Like that whole game, man. You know, we're getting to the point with these games, man, where I'm really starting to expect to win, bro. I'm expecting to win close games, man, because I know we got guys with ice water running through their veins out on the court for us, man. You know, Wong can play in the clutch. Cam Augusti, of course, Charlie Moore. But, you know, you know who I think is, is unheralded on that team, man, is Sam Wardenberg, man. You might be right, but I think you Wong. That one took a lot of effort, didn't it? It did, it did. Um, <laughs> No, nah, man, on the real, though, these guys are – it's funny. Let, let me preface this by saying it seems like the team made a turnaround once Blake kind of got fired and Uh-oh. Manny got fired. Uh-oh. Maybe Coach L said, I better Not do me. something here or I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get fired. You Y'all know? ain't going to get me. No, man, but they're, they're playing legitimate basketball, 15-5. and five. Right, if I'm not mistaken, um, two one-point losses to Florida State. Well, you're sitting there at 17 and three, and, and, and to be fair, you're probably still not ranked. If we want to throw that out there, and That's I don't know crazy. how, you, and I don't know how you're not ranked at 17 and three. At 15 and five, I don't know how you're not ranked. Yeah, yeah, especially when you play in the toughest basketball conference in the you know the used to be used to be. Well, who's there right now? I just feel like, well, I don't know, man. I I just feel like the ACC, again, Duke's not all that right now. Carolina's definitely not all that right now. You know, used to have the, you know, the Blue Bloods, you know, the Carolinas, the Dukes, uh, the NC States, the Wake Forests, everybody right there around that, you know, Raleigh, Chapel Hill, Durham, you know, Winston-Salem area used to control a lot of things. 
you know, yeah, you sprinkle. Florida State's actually playing really good ball. I got to give them props. They're playing They're good really ball. Good team. Yeah, man. Listen, and again, Leonard Hamilton knows what he's doing. He knows yeah. he knows how to set these guys up for 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 success. Um, again, I don't like to call. Let, let me go back to the last week when we played them. I don't like to call at the end of the game. I don't like the one on three rushing that shot. You still had some time. I think you could have you know swung the ball around a little bit to get a better shot, right? Yeah. But I get it. You wanted to play hero. I think that that's how it looks, right? You wanted to play hero. Tough shot. Didn't go your way. But even last night, Va Tech, I'm sorry, on Wednesday night, Va Tech at a 10 and 10 is actually better than their 10 and 10 record. Oh, they're damn good. They're good. They're really well coached, man. That's the thing about those guys. Young's really got them going over there. It's going to be interesting when it comes to ACC tournament time to see, you know, as far as standings, you know, where you're at, you know, who's going to seed where and, and, and how Miami can make some noise. You know, again, I saw, saw a stat the other night where they had Miami projected as like an eight, eight or nine seed. And I'm like, what already has this as a 10. Yeah. I just don't, I don't understand it. You're telling me we're like Dude. the 40th best team in the country. Come on. That's, that's Jeez, rough, bro. It that's is. rough. It's brutal. That's how that's, but that's how it's always been, bro. It is. Either you, you know? hate us or you ain't us. That's, right. <laughs> That's the old saying, right? And everybody rather, loves to hate Miami. Everybody loves to hate but Miami. Would you, would you rather be loved or hated, bro? Like, honestly. Oh, I'm, because, I'm, I'm, I'm hated. Oh, I know. Like, this is what I'm saying, man. I, I don't want them to, you know, like, like you take a team like uh, like Nebraska. Like, nobody hates Nebraska. You know what I mean? Especially, like, their fans are, like, the, uh, they're, they're known as the most welcoming fans in in you know, in college football, when you go in as a visitor and all that, nice, right? very nice, They're super nice, and that's that's them, and that's great. And I, I I like Nebraska, right? But you know, I love the fact that any other media personality, any you know, well-known fan personality, they always hate on us, bro. Like I will take that. I love. I want to be hated. I don't want them to love us. I would prefer to be hated because at the end of the day, hate 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 shows me that you're envious, right? And when you're envious, it makes you dangerous. Yeah. Right? Because people want to be you. They want to be like you. I mean, listen, it's the same way with me, man. I get it. You know, you you see my followers. You know, you see how everybody just wants to be me. No kidding. You see this flex? (laughs) You see this flex? Listen, you see me. I don't know if y'all can see. I'm rocking that 86G. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're wearing that locker room gear. Uh, I I have no idea what you're talking about tonight. I can neither confirm nor deny those reports. I can neither confirm nor deny exactly what so, you were referring so to speaking of that hate though um yeah. man there was somebody i gotta i gotta pull this guy's name i think it was brandon marcello uh and this guy this guy tweets at us and everything and first of all in the middle of october you know this guy comes out and he's basically like you're you know miami's crazy if they think that Cristobal or james franklin which i don't even know why they mentioned james franklin and i don't think he was ever even thought of as a you know a remote possibility right but he's, he's basically saying you guys are crazy if you're gonna if you think that so then tonight he he gets up and he, he now that we have mario he gets up and he starts with the you know oh this guy hasn't hired any coordinators yet like what's your point like really what do you care like why does you know our whole fan base is itching so bad for these coordinators but we need to understand man this is this is not you know, there's a guy who's going to go at his own pace, man. I think he learned a lot from Saban, and I'm not saying he's Nick Saban, so don't don't go crazy here, right? But I think he learned a lot of 
you know, mannerisms from Saban. And Saban's like, look, don't follow the status quo. You know, do it your way, right? That's the way I do it. I do it my way here. And that's the way that goes. And if it takes him another month, like, yo, I'm sitting back with my feet up, man. You know, I'm not trusting anybody, national media, local media. People may say they know, but they don't know. They have no clue who it's going to be. And guess what? I'm okay with that. I don't give me care. the right guy. Give me the right I guy. Don't care. You give me quality over quantity. You take your time. I'm tired of making the bad hire or the wrong hire. The rush hire. Fe- and again, you're not talking about we're not going into spring ball. And if you were, okay, big deal. You got people there that know what they're doing. Yeah. You don't need to rush the hire. Get the right guy. Speaking of the right guy, I don't know why I said that. Speaking of the right guy. I think we have the right guy. I do. Oh, yeah. I think I think Mario is hands down completely changing the way Miami is viewed in our local community to the better again. I will agree with that. So case in point, right, to pull up to pull up tweets again, the Miami Heat just put out a picture that, that said hashtag basketball town. Miami Heat number one in the in the uh, in the Eastern Conference, mm-hmm. Miami Hurricanes number one in the ACC. Yo, that's love, man. That's Heat culture right there, man. And I, I just I think that's awesome, man. You know, like, you know, what other te- what other NBA team is pulling their their local basketball team in and basically just locking arms with them like that? No, it's I great. mean, but you need to have that in your community. You need to partner with your other franchisees, whether it's the Heat, the Dolphins, the Panthers, the Marlins. I mean, you all need to support one another on an everyday basis. But when I say Mario is making a difference, I love the fact that he is going back out to bridges that were burned or were kind of torn down and is reestablishing relationships within the local high schools. Because in order for Miami to be successful, you have to have your local guys want to come to the University of Miami. For years, for years, and I'll go back to 2008, you know, the Teddy Bridgewaters. You know, I think 2009, let me refer to that. Teddy Bridgewater goes to Louisville. Amari Cooper goes to Alabama. You're talking about stud on stud who decided to leave. And there's a trickle-down effect, especially at the wide receiver position, right? So you look at Amari Cooper was the first one to do it, right? Then um, uh, Calvin Ridley, you know, a local kid in Broward, you know? Jerry Judy. Uh, Jerry Judy. Um, you know, yeah, Ja'Cory Brooks. Like, these are all guys who, and again, I think Ja'Cory Brooks is going to turn out to be a heck of a ball player. You know, oh, you, yeah. You, you, he stepped up, you know, in the Iron Bowl. And again, he's only a freshman at Alabama. And again, look at the talent that Alabama has. It's, it's hard to really crack that nut. I mean, you look at Aggie Hall, who, you know, I thought is going to be a monster at Alabama. But again, he barely saw the field as a freshman as well. So, but we need to get the top. And you're not going to get everybody, right, Bird? You're not going to get everybody. Never. But never. Now, you need to get, I don't care if you get 50% of them, right? You get half of the guys that help. That starts coming this week. You know, a Shamar Stewart. Like, obviously, that's the big name left on the board from a local homegrown talent. Like, you're talking about a five-star, top-ten player in the country. You pair him up with a Leonard Taylor, you know, uh, a Chance Williams, you know, Jared Henderson Hunt, Cyrus Moss. I mean, Kelly. Like, Kelly, listen, Nigel Kelly. 
uh, 8A, you know, player of the year in Broward County. You know, Wesley Besaint and, and Ruben Bain, who potentially could come here next year. You know, co-defensive players of the year from Central. This is where Miami needs to put that quote-unquote fence around South Florida and keep these guys home. And I Bro. love the fact, and Bert, I love the fact that people like DVD, Coach Rump, Stephen Field, all these guys are on the recruiting trail as we speak, doing what they have to do. And again, no, with the, with the, without the assurance to knowing if they're staying or going or what their role is. Absolutely. Love it. I, I completely agree with everything you're saying there. And, um, you know, with, with the with the Florida coaches, right, with the South Florida coaches, you know, a lot of these big schools, they've gone in and they've tried to, you know, tried to establish roots at the pipelines. But mm-hmm. you see Morio's going out to the smaller schools that are out there and, you know, the schools that, hey, may, maybe, you know, maybe have a tenth of the prospects that the bigger schools do. But I love that strategy because, you know. Um, what if you get I, one? What if you get a yeah. stud that who who eventually comes through that small school? Our parent says, "You know what? I want my kid to go to the small school." Blah blah blah, but he's a stud. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta build those relationships from day one, and this is where Mario is completely different than than Danny Mies. It's just different. What was that kid's name that that spurned us and said, "Coach Coach Danny Mies"? Romelo Height. No, Fegans. No, Fegans. Fegans. Yeah, Fegans. Yeah. But, but no, like I totally agree with you. And, and here's the thing: developing those those relationships at those smaller schools that don't have as many prospects, those guys are going to get promoted in the South Florida high school community. And who's to say that one day somebody's not the coach at American Heritage or Miami Northwestern or you know Central, right? Wherever right. it may be, right? Like, or they go and they be a high profile assistant coach or a position coach to the number one rated player in the country, and they remember. That you were real when when the other coach was nothing, right? So that when they walk into the living room and they're talking to that kid's family, right? They're they're telling the family like, "Look, Morio's a real one, hundred percent. Like he's a real one. He knows the stuff. You can trust anything that this guy's saying to you, right?" So I love it, man. I love it. I think I just think the way that that Mar- Coach Cristobal. I don't want to call him Mario because I don't want to be disrespectful. Coach Cristobal has handled himself in the three weeks that he's been part of the program. It's just night and day from what we're used to over the last 15 years. Like you, yeah. you start back with Randy Shannon, like you go from Shannon to golden, you know, to, to, you know, obviously I think coach Rick established a little bit of foundation, you know, but after that, you know, again, I just think that what he's doing is different. And, and, and I applaud him for that. I applaud yeah. him. Yeah, man, he's he's doing his own thing too, man. I mean, you know, you're not going to tell this guy what to do. Don't expect things to be the way they are at other programs, man. Um, he's just a different cat, man. I think that's why with these assistant coach hires too, he's demanding, man. I mean, he's demanding on another level of these guys. And, uh, you know, you, you got to be cut from a different cloth. You got to be an elite recruiter, right, which everybody who's brought on is, is, is an elite recruiter. Um you know, you got to be willing to put the time in to do this thing, man. So, you know, I love the fact that we're taking taking some time with these hires, man. Yeah, you. I, I just don't feel like you. Man, this 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 music just got me in a flow. Um, <laughs> I just think you have to be patient. There's there's no real reason to rush. Yeah. I mean, and, and from the fan base perspective, like Miami's fan base is 
they're they're up and down. I'm trying to be politically correct. I don't I don't I don't want to call names and I don't want to shoot at them and things like that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, what is the rush right now? You know, again, there was something about Shamar Stewart. You know, his coach said something about, uh, well, we need to have, know who the DC's in play, like who who it is and who who the DC. We need to have it in place so we can make a decision. Why, bro? That kid's what? gonna eat no matter what. Correct. And at the end of you the put, day, you can put you can put me at DC and Shamar Stewart will eat and become but, an elite but at the NFL prospect. What if that coach leaves next year? What's the matter? Like then sure. you get a new coach. This is where I I just don't like that type of mentality. Like, well, we need to know who's we. Who's we? What? Because you're what are you you're you his coach or you his handler? Like, what do you mean we need to know? The the word quote uncle, unquote. Uncle Mo, come on, bro. Like, listen, if the kid wants to come to Miami, he'll come to Miami. We got to go to break here on the Sirius XM channel 145. Slow Jam Friday. Radio. <laughs> Peace. We'll be right back. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lloyd. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Sirius XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information, like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Hola mi gente, ¿qué tal? Les saluda la diva contra la caballota, la reina y mi queen. Un saludo a mi gente de Slam Radio. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
back to the second segment in the first hour here on the Kang Gang Radio Show. Uh, Sirius XM Channel 145. It's your boy DC, Bird over there, just throwing out the tunes, relaxing. We're not even, listen, we're just straight instrumental today. It's just relaxed. It's relaxed Friday. Yeah. You know, getting ready for a cold weekend here in South Florida. As, as always, completely unscripted, man. Oh, you already know. That's so, so it's supposed to be cold this weekend. It's supposed to be in the 30s. Ooh. It might be a little colder up there where you are. Yeah, might be it's might tough. be in the high 20s. Ooh wee. Bring some snow on for me. There's I think it was a they said it's a 0.01% chance to snow in Miami this year. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. The old best, you know, dumb and dumber <laughs> line ever. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> oh man, that's great. So hey, we'll talk to me. I got a question for you, man. I'll give you an answer. Do you see uh what do you think of Feld so far, man? This Bro. guy's nuts. Psycho. You see him doing up downs? Yeah. Because he said the D word. What Ducks. is the D word? Ducks. Duck. Well, I was thinking of something else. I just, yeah. for some oh. reason, it, it didn't correlate with me because I, I saw the tweet and he's like, you know, I made my, I made the wrong, you know, I said, I said the wrong thing. I said the D word. I'm thinking, the hell's the D Bro, word? What? I said the D word all the time. Yeah. Did you say dumbass? <laughs> like, what'd you say? Like, I, I don't know what the D word, I, it, it didn't dawn on me that it was ducks. Yeah. It, it literally yeah. didn't dawn on me. But that's, that's hilarious. So, Here's the thing, man. I was, I was exchanging accountability, though. Somebody. He said accountability. He accountability. said, if this is what happens, this is what I'm going to do. And he did yeah. it. So anyway, go ahead. So the whole thing, like the physical stuff is is one thing in itself, right? And I mean, you know, you could tell like his his intensity is probably unmatched, man. Because you could tell if you look out the windows of the sofa, it was probably about 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning when, uh, when he was doing that after he said uh, the D word. But uh you know, the mental thing too, these guys are getting a lot of mental um, preparation and mental training and, um, you know, a lot of like, like they're working not only to develop the body, but the mind as well too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, talking to one of the players' fathers, man, and, and that's what he was saying was like, hey, they like, they're really enjoying this. And they're really like, they're really learning and finding out about themselves and, and everything. So, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see what this guy's going to bring, man. I mean, you know, props to props to Feely. I think I think Feely did wonders with some of these guys that came in here. But I just think Feld's on another level, man. Like, so let's talk about this. You just you brought up a key word or a key name. Let me rephrase that. Key Feely. name, Feely. <laughs> Feely, Ish, and Jess Simpson all over at Duke now. Duke. Congratulations to Coach Simpson. Co-defensive, co-defensive coordinator and yeah. D-line coach, right? Yeah. Feely, strength and conditioning. Ish, I think he went to linebacker coach. I'm not sure if that's exactly what his title was. Um, Might be secondary or corner. He's cornerbacks, I think. Yeah, right? well, good, but good for those guys, right? Great. That that that's the thing that you have when you have a coaching change. You build relationship. So half our staff went to SMU. The other half went to Duke. You're in. And, and it looks and like one one went to Incarnate Word. Incarnate Word, and I don't even <laughs> want to bring his name up anymore. But Ooh. okay. Yeah, um, but then you look at again. I'm happy for some of the guys, Coach Feld, Coach Field, if he stay, if he stays, Coach Stroud. I really like Coach Stroud. Really, really like Coach Stroud. Um, and again, DVD. Was it Coach was Rump. it you who was telling me to pull up the picture of him as a defensive bro, yeah, tackle yeah. of Florida bro, State? All he was American, a monster, bro. All American, dude. He was a monster. He's like 160 pounds right now. Yeah, it was like 270 in this picture, and just straight like look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like literally. <laughs> like look like that recruit we're looking at, Jack Pyburn, bro. Uh, what's your take on him? 
I don't know. I mean, I watched some film of him. Um, you know, he's coming up fast in the rankings. Um, it's down to us in Auburn. I think Auburn's got some stuff going on there between, you know, coaches leaving. And I don't, I don't think there's a lot of faith in Harson right now from them. So, um, look, physically, the, the kid's already a monster. And, uh, you know, if he's got a high motor and he can play, great. Let's do it. I mean, I think he's probably going to sit at least – a year, maybe two here before he sees the field, especially with all the D line talent that we're bringing in. But I'm glad you said that because I'm looking at where's he going to play at? Like your D line inside. Like, but I'm saying your D line is going to be stupid sick. Ooh. Bro, but, but that's the thing. Like the trenches, like that's the other thing that we, you know, we're sitting here talking about, you know, how we love what Mario's doing. I think my favorite thing is the fact that he's addressing the trenches before anything else like he's like yo I'm I both don't... sides of the ball I'm both, both sides. sides of the ball like you look at all the recruits that we're in on right now and you know we know we're not going to get all these kids but like we're in play for probably you know there's probably 10 people that can go either way on uh next Wednesday that's awesome that's amazing when you have been here as, as short as you have and you know you've got uh I think four official on-field assistants like dude do work man you know and get, get some guys on the old line man I think you know the the uh, Iuli guy, like he's uh, he's definitely in. I guess the Sinez Cooper right now is 350 pounds. Is another kid that they say is, uh, is all but a lock to come here. Uh, the kid Matthew McCoy, who's a tackle. I know he's he's got us in Florida. I think that can go either way, but I'd probably pick him to to come here. Um, you know, of course, Jamar Stewart, right? Which I've. Oh, I, I think. What's your I think crystal he's balls? In. Talk to me about your crystal balls. Oh, okay, I can give it to it, you. Hang on, let me let me pull them actually because I got them all in front of me here. All right. Now again, just to, just to, just to throw this out there, just I just want to reiterate about Kane's basketball. You're sitting on top of the ACC right now. I mean, obviously FSU lost to Georgia Tech, so you're sitting on top of the ACC. The women's team just beat Wake Forest. Like things are looking up. Yo, shout out to the ladies, man. I love that. Shout out to coach Katie Meyer. Coach Katie Meyer. She's awesome. I think she's a great coach too, man. I don't think she gets the gets the love that she deserves, man. But she does a great job down there with the uh, with the ladies team. Yeah. yeah. So, so you asked me about crystal balls. Yeah. All right. So I got. So these are with confidence. So I'll give you the the name and a uh, and a confidence score on them. And I'm gonna give you all the Miami people. I think first, and then we'll go to the other ones. But I got Shamar Stewart, Miami, with a confidence of nine, man. I just I, I can't see him going anywhere else, man. I think this is home. I think Mario's made him the number one priority. Um, I think he wants to stay home, man. He wants to put on for his city. I got Josh Connerly, the five-star tackle out of Washington to Miami with a confidence score of two. Yeah. I'm not sold on it. Yeah. yeah. But I think we're going to turn that one, man. I mean, I think Mario's a powerful line coach. Now, here's the thing. The other reason I have a, a confidence on like, or, you know, that I, I'm picking him for Miami, he's not committing until March. So there's still time, right? He's not signing on, on the second. So, so the fact that we still have time and that Mario is going to basically focus in on this kid and give him Shamar Stewart level love, I think it's going to lock him in. I got Dave Iuli, the interior offensive lineman to Miami, confidence score of nine. I, I could probably almost make that one a 10, man, just because I've talked to some of that kid's family, man, and I think I think he's in, you know? Okay, okay. Uh, Matthew McCoy, the tackle, got his, to Miami is a, with a confidence of eight. Right, okay. just because I like what I've seen there. Uh, I switched Pyburn today to uh, I had him going to Auburn, but I think over the past few days, I, I, I just have a hunch he's going to pick us. So Miami with a confidence of five, 
And then the last one I got from Miami is the Inez Cooper kid with a with a confidence score of four. Only because everybody's saying he's coming here, but it's still early, right? So um, got to let it settle down a little bit. So the other kids that we're in play for that I think go elsewhere uh, are Mason Thomas. Um, I think he's going to Oklahoma, confidence of three. Ahmad Moten, I think he's going to Tennessee with a confidence of three. TJ Dudley, the linebacker, um, I think he goes to Auburn. Uh, I got uh, Trevante Citizen. Um, I got him to UF now with confidence of three. I think I think UF's making moves right now, man. They're they're in just like we are on a lot of kids right now. Uh, the uh, the guy Abor, uh, who's an Ohio State commit, I got him staying to Ohio State, but I only put a confidence of one on him because I think that's one that can go anywhere. And the other one, and I started calling this out, and there's a lot of smoke behind it now, right? And I called it out when nobody was thinking it, but. I got Harold Perkins at Jackson State in the confidence of four. Yeah, I mean, obviously when he decommitted from he decommitted from AM, you know, and again, I saw him with some pictures with Travis Hunter and some other stuff. Like I feel like if you're a baller, you can play anywhere. Yeah. Right? So it doesn't matter where you go. There's a lot of smoke that he's gonna go to Florida. I mean, okay, listen. I can't knock Florida. Florida's always had good defenses. You know, they, they, yes. they've always had really strong linebacker play, really strong uh, D lineman play. You know, their secondary, you can, you know, just you could throw a shoe at them. You know what I mean? So it just, you never, you never know how that's going to play out. You know, you could go out there and pull a Marco Wilson and just ruin your whole season. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it take, is. Take your, take your whole career, too, man. <laughs> that poor kid, man. Listen, yeah, I got caught up in the moment. You, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. You know, it's one of those things. I, I look at National Signing Day, and I, and I used to really be, I used to be so super excited for the first Wednesday of February because this is what it was about. Like, literally, my DVR set to record. Like, I, I'm watching it. I, you know, I got my updates coming in, blah, blah, blah. Like, early signing day kind of ruins it for me now. You know, early like, signing day is awful. It has done so much bad for uh, for the programs, man. Like, put that junk back to the first uh, Wednesday in February, and let's ride. Let's get through all the season. Let's give you know coaches a chance to get in there. Let's keep this thing on a level playing field, man. Because it has just made things. It's it's thrown everything up in the air, man. I I do like the fact. The only thing I do like about EE, I'm sorry about early signing day, is the EE situation, right? Because you have kids that already graduated early. They can get in. They can get established to the dorms. They can get into the playbook. You know, and again, if you're a really good, let, let's take someone like Shamar, and I don't think, you know, obviously he's not an EE, but at the same time, someone like him getting in there, getting into the collegiate weight room, you know, mentality, get into that type of, you know, mentality, that's going to just help your body. It's going to help you get adjusted to the school. I help you get adjusted to waking up on your classes. You sure. know, your, your, your regiment that you're going to have to go through because you see the boys, they're putting the work in already now doing conditioning. So I, I do like the EE as far as that perspective from national early National Signing Day. But it was just Somebody. always something about that National Signing Day Fun. that you look forward to. Yeah, man. It was- and the suspense in it too, man. You know, Correct. like the whole thing, like I know I just, I just rattled off crystal balls because it's the environment we're in, man. But – you know, I hate that that now, like, you almost know what a kid's going to do when they get up there, man. I liked it when it was a lot of suspense to it, right? And there was the hats on the table, and you didn't know which way it was going to go. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, I always think back to uh, the, the Stacey Coley's commitment, man. You know, that one kind of – I think that one caught us all by surprise. I thought he was going to Florida State. Yeah. 
you know, and it was like, oh my gosh, yes. And uh, Tracy Howard was another one, right? Yeah. Um, you know that, that that caught us by surprise, and you know these were high profile kids that picked us at the at the last minute, right? So, you know, I don't know. I mean, look, the the whole game's evolving, right? You know, with NIL, with you know transfer portals, with you know the coaching changes that are going on, man. It's just just the current state of affairs, man. So, you know, a couple guys on a on a radio show aren't going to change it, right? No, we are not. But hey. We can voice our opinion. So I got I got what I want your opinion on. Talk to me. Talk to me. Is there a big four in the state of Florida? And have you ever used that term to refer to any number of programs in the state of Florida? There's not a big four. Uh, again, it's always going to be Miami, Florida State of Florida, UCF, FAU, FIU, Barry University, St. Thomas, you know, you know, whatever – whoever else you want to throw in there, you know, North Jacksonville state. It's not, it's not even close, bro. It's literally, it's, it's yeah. Miami, Florida, Florida state. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you know, that's one thing that, that Miami, Florida, Florida state will all probably agree on. And we don't ever agree as, as fan bases, but you'll always see UCF put out there. Oh, big four, big four. And like, look, I give those guys respect, man. They're, they're doing their thing. They've, you know, they are a, a strong type fl- top flight group of five program. Mm-hmm. You know, they're moving to the Big 12. But, you know, to me, does the Big 12 become uh, a group of six school, right? Or a group of six conference? Or does it stay power five? Because you're losing your two flagship in- institutions, right? Oklahoma State's probably your best program out there that, that carries your yeah. flag of, you know, your flagship university, right? Correct. I don't know, man. It's just different different way or they may be kind of in a you know they're kind of a hybrid conference between a you know power four and a group of five i think i think you just can't bring anybody into your conference i think you have to do your due diligence and say okay we're gonna lose texas and oklahoma to the sec who yeah. can we bring in that is gonna replicate or at least give us an 80 percent market value you're yeah. bringing in who <laughs> Yeah. Well, they traded two for four, right? And, you know, look, the Houston program, the Cincinnati program, UCF, and, you know, BYU. I mean, look, those are all respectable programs. But, you know, would would you trade Texas no. and Oklahoma and the no. revenue kings that they are for, you know, those four G5 schools? No. Not in a million I, years. Not in a million years. Um, switch, switching courses real quick. I really want to just want to kind of touch base on this because I think it's important is uh, – Continue prayers for Larry Bluestein. He is Absolutely. out of he is out of ICU. Um, he's in a regular room right now, recovering. Um, but Blue, you're, you can, you're you our boy, Blue, bro, one hundred percent. But you see what Larry Bluestein means to the South Florida community and to what the what to what he means to the high school football community. Um, he's been doing this a long time, and you know our 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 prayers go out to him and his family, and, and continue to wish him a speedy recovery. Um, another person that uh, I want to you know kind of give a little shout out to is our boy Quincy Roche, New York Giants, former you know DN for University of Miami, had surgery last week. You know he's recovering. So um, there's a lot to go on. I mean, obviously, happy birthday uh, yesterday. I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Tate Martell, you know, former Kane. Um, you Tate know what? Bro, once a cane, always a cane. I don't care who yeah. you are. 
you know, our fan base is going to, you know, say this, say that. But at the end of the day, happy birthday, Tater, um, you know, Tater Tot, you know, Tate Martell. And then, uh, you know, there's a lot going on, man. You know, you look at Jalen Phillips got like a NFL, like, you know, rookie of the year type accolade along, you know, with, uh, you know, Jalen Waddle, a couple of the guys from uh, Mac Holland from uh, the, not Mac Holland, whatever his name is. The dude from Oregon. I don't want to say the duck word, but anyway, you know. 25 up-downs. That's it. So shout out to all the guys, you know, former Canes, current Canes, everybody doing what they're doing. You know, happy birthday to all y'all. Speedy recovery to all y'all. And uh, we're getting ready to go to break here on the Kane Gang Radio Show. Listen to Sirius XM Channel 145. Today is Vibe Friday. Peace. We'll be right back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad idea to do that. I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing. You're going to be home today, so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look back. You give that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good a thing little nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home. Privacy of your own home. Watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. 
So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word won. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 1249, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. back in man we got a whole different flow listening to that music as we go man welcome back to the can gang radio show here on sirius xm slam radio channel 145 co-host is sitting in here just just jamming man he says he doesn't even have words right now <laughs> bro i'm just like i know we're chilling man we're chilling this is, this is like... this is straight off season mode so so here's another here's another thing that i want to bring up with you that we saw did you see the billboards yet or better what? yet if you have you driven by one yet? Man, I ain't trying to go to Miami unless I have to. <laughs> Express lanes all the way, bro. Uh, well, hey, worst thing in the world, bro. You're coming out. You're coming in from, from Broward County into Dade. And you're like, and I, every time I take the Express lanes, bro, I don't even care what it costs every time. 100%. I can't, I can't sit in that traffic. But you get in there and you're flying past cars and all of a sudden Express lanes. Scro- screeching halt, man. Then the, then the non-pay lanes start moving faster to the express lanes, bro. Do you drive over the poles? No, I will never. You'll never drive over the poles? Bro, your no. truck's huge. Yeah, you but drive I, over the poles. I, I'm going to have that one pole that's actually like a concrete <laughs> like a concrete or steel pole one time, <laughs> and I'm going to run right into it. <laughs> yeah, but the billboards, man, the billboards are, that's awesome, right? We've seen them for, for Wes. Nigel E. Kelly, as these guys are coming in, hey, welcome to the U, man. That's that's dope, man. Yeah. I think Miami's definitely spending some money on marketing, and they're also showing love to, you know, recruits and, you know, putting it out there that, you know, that, again, this is the crib, you know, and, you know, why not, why not, first of all, why sell yourself short? If you have the opportunity to promote the crib, why wouldn't you do it? Why Absolutely. wouldn't you? Take, take full advantage of all your resources that you have at your disposal and work with what you got. Speaking of that. Yep. So the other thing that, uh, that I've heard that they've, uh, that they've really stepped up is the food that's being served to the team, man. Used to be box lunches all the time. And you know this because I'd see you after a game, man. You'd, 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 get, you'd always be getting a smoothie or a box of food from somebody coming out with the players. Hey, man, what y'all got? It? Oh, they got some ribs or something. Hey, man, go grab me a box. <laughs> I'm so bad about that, bro. Every, every every game, man, you get a you get a box of the player meals. But yeah. uh, 
but this year, man, they're cooking everything fresh for these kids, man. You know, there's no more like powdered eggs or anything like that, man. There's, and you know, there's plenty of it supposedly too. So we're stepping our game up with, uh, with that, you know, and you hear stories about like a couple, a couple months ago, you heard about Florida, you know, <laughs> and, and like, I, I don't even know, like, but at the end of the day, like you're getting, like the kids are getting a stipend. Like it ain't like they can't go buy their own food. But again, after workouts yeah. and after conditioning, you know, I'm just saying like, you know, get your meals, you know, and again, make yeah. your meals where their body needs to replenish that. You know, yeah. it's just, they're still but kids. You're, you're a college kid, right? And here's yeah. the thing. Most college kids, right, or most high school athletes don't get a lot of information on how to eat, right? Like there's not a lot of nutritional knowledge that's in there. So that is one thing that I think is really important to be around the team is teaching these kids how to eat the right foods, the wrong foods, like what can, you know, what can hurt you and damage your performance, right? What's going to, what's going to help you, right? Like, you know, understanding how to eat, right? Like that's something personally I've tried to do. And it's been eye opening for me, understanding what all the things that I eat do to me, right? And thank God, because of it, I'm 50 plus pounds down, right? And, you know, and going, but you know, that's, that's important knowledge for a college kid to have, especially one who's, you know, trying to become a professional athlete, right? And try to go to the NFL and get paid, man. You know, you need to you need to be able to go into a meeting with an NFL team and, you know, be able to speak to, you know, if they say, hey, so what do you eat on a daily basis? You know, what'd, what'd you have, what'd you eat yesterday? You know, tell me everything you had to eat, right? Like, you know, those are the kind of things they ask you, man. They want to know that you know stuff. And I know that might sound like a smaller detail, but, you know, so it's, it's, it's a important one nonetheless. Food is food. You, you have to eat. Yeah. Make sure you eat. Don't burn all your money. So if you're still hungry, you can go buy some more food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing, bro. You've seen all the, all the places around the, uh, around the school, man. It's all fast food and crap, man. You know, what's that place? Uh, Shake Shack. Ooh. Shake Shack. Hey, Five Shake guys. Shack. Shake Shack is fire though, dude. They got the Shake Shack there. They got the five guys. Yeah. They got some Rock. other stuff there. Uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff, man. What's that sunset sunset place right there? Yeah, on campus. All kinds of good stuff. Baseball's getting ready to start up. You can go get a Mark Light shake. There we go. The Jocko, bro. We definitely got to get down there because this see our boy Max. Yeah, bro. Max is gonna be a killer for us this year, man. Catcher. You know. Yeah. I'm excited to see him get down there, man. For sure. No, I feel you. I feel you. He's gonna lead us in home runs. Watch, bro. Hey, he's the he's the uh, Adrian Del, uh, Del Castillo uh, replacement man. He's playing catcher and he's a he's a hitter just like him. So, what's your take on Alex Terrell going to Florida State? Whew. That's brutal. Wow. Like That's brutal. I mean, I mean, listen, I get it. You want to kind of further your career. You want to be a grad transfer, whatever you want to do. But at the same time, you're going from Miami to Florida Whew. State. Like how? That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy to me that that he would. That he would go there, right? Of all places, man. So yeah, there's I don't know just what certain places. There's just certain places that, again, if if you are at Miami, you just don't go to Florida or Florida State. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen with them? You know, Florida State probably went to him and they told him everything just to just to take somebody from Miami, and he's going to go there and he's just going to be a backup, right? But but why do you have to take someone from Miami? You own Miami. <laughs> I'm not trying to be like. It's true. I'm just. Bro, what, did, gonna, what, what was that series score last 34 year? Thirty-four to two. God, dog, that better not happen again this year, man. 
New AD, oh. new era, bro. No more embarrassing Please. losses, bro. That's all I want. And basketball team's been holding their end of that that deal up so far this year. You know? Like, as bad as those two losses, the Florida State and basketball suck, I mean, I think they're major progress compared to how we how we had been, especially the fact that you went, you were down 26 points and you battled battled back. And look, you know, they, they you know, they called the call against us up there and, you know, could have gone either way. Same thing at the end of this one, right? So, you know, you're two points and two calls that could go either way. I'm not blaming the refs, right? Because mm-hmm. you can never put the game in the refs' hands. But you're, you're two away from being, what, 8-0 in the ACC? Yep. What? Miami? The team that everybody was just absolutely dragging because almost all of our players disappeared in the middle of the offseason. And, you know, look, Coach L, like the way he's going right now, he keeps winning, right? I mean, he's probably going to drop one or two more, right? But uh, he keeps winning the way he is. Man, this guy deserves Coach of the Year consideration, at least definitely in the ACC. ACC, I would definitely say you have to be up there. I mean, obviously, going into Cameron and knocking off Duke, um, you know, and with the season that you're having, I would definitely say there has to be some type of discussion. Again, you still got to finish out the season. You still got to finish out the year, get through the ACC tournament. That ACC tournament is going to be crazy. We should go up there, dude. Up to Greensboro? Greensboro, man. Let's do it. You ever been there? For the tournament? No. What what's the dates? Uh, Since you're see. the techie, you're the techie of this of the situation. I'm just somebody. That. I'm just a guy who sits there and talks on on uh, through his headset and be like, hey, Wait, how's you're, it going, get, you're getting the soundboard. You're gonna be running the soundboard here soon, man. I will. So I will. You're gonna be the techie. I'm going to because you know what? Things need to happen. We need to make changes. Anybody <laughs> listening, we need a third person. Anybody want to join the Kang Gang? Let us know. We are up, accepting invitations. No, applications, not invitations. Applications do, are more than welcome. Do we need an insider with sources, though? Or We no. need sources. Because sources are great. <laughs> sources. We need sources. Sources are uh, very, very important. You know, my source said that his source told me that his other source was getting ready to hear from his source that something's about to happen. I love that I named this episode sources when we got on, bro. That's great. I just, I don't, I don't understand sources. Like, unless you have legit sources, I don't want to hear from you. Wow. And honestly, I can care less. So how about this? I just searched for the ACC basketball tournament and guess what? We're going. Ooh, it's my daughter's birthday. I don't know if I'm able to pull this off. Barclays Center, Brooklyn, New York. Ooh. Gotta be vaccinated. I am. We're good. Well, me too. But I'm just saying, you gotta be vaccinated. Yeah. But bro, ACC tourney in New York this year? Can I just tell mm. you how bad the Lakers are? Oh, okay. Are we get. Are we gonna go? All right, yeah, yeah. You, you know, I'm always down for this. Go ahead. You start us off on this. I'm just saying, like, look at the Miami Heat being number one in the East, and and for good reason. And they're they're number one in the East without their starters most of the season, right? You know, Jimmy was out for a while. Bam's out. Like, yeah. but the Lakers, like, you invest all this money to bring all this talent in there, and you guys are straight doo doo. Yeah, doo doo. You, know, you know why they are? Because LeBron. Yeah, I'm is just throwing the, it out. Le GM, bro. Like he wants to to go through and make all these decisions on who's going to come play there. And look, it didn't work. He he tried to do it in Miami, and Pat said, "Nope. Guess what? I'm the Godfather." You're not in charge of this. You're all-time great player, but guess what? No, you're not gonna you're not gonna dictate what we do on the court, right? 
okay, I'll go back to Cleveland. I know they'll let me do it there. He does it there. Um, you know, they caught lightning in a bottle in that one final and were able to, they were down big time and were able to just scratch back. And, you know, that was honestly pretty impressive, right? But you go out to LA, don't even make the playoffs that one year. You come back the bubble year, right? Yeah, y'all got one. But, I mean, you just shot yourself in the foot the last you two got, years. You got one because, again, Bam, Gorin, I mean, or Jimmy, like, it would have been a different series. We were series. injured, yeah. We were injured, right? Yeah, but, but you know but, what? Uh, you got here's the thing with injuries, though, bro. Great teams overcome. It. They right. overcome them, bro. You got to be able to overcome injuries, man. Because you know what? No matter what the team they are, I think yeah, there's probably never been a team that's gone through a, a year without any injuries, man. They're gonna happen, right? So you gotta you gotta build your team around being able to overcome it when it happens, even if it's yeah. your star player, right? I mean, but the Lakers, bro, that's just a, a poorly constructed team, man. Um, man. Russ Westbrook, dude, that guy's terrible. Bro, they're getting beat. They're getting destroyed by Philly right now by twenty-two at the end of the three. Now again, we all know what can happen, but like they're twenty-four and twenty-four. Like you're literally at five hundred. You're sitting borderline uh, ninth seed, give or take, uh, by a couple games. But yeah, they're it's straight doo doo. There's rumors they're thinking about trading LeBron right now, man. I don't know if I would ever see that happening, but you know, that's a real possibility. Like if you look at it and you say, look, we put all this money into this team and we're 500, right? And if we make it to the playoffs, like there's no way, there's no way this team has what it takes to beat the Phoenixes of the, of the, of the West, the golden state who's by playoff time, I think is just going to absolutely run through the playoffs unscathed. Um, you know, Utah's strong again this year. Um, you know, Memphis statistically is unreal, right? And then you got a handful of teams in the East. Even if you make it through that gauntlet, which you're not, you know, you're gonna you're gonna face challengers in the East, man. Milwaukee, Miami, mm-hmm. uh, Chicago's tough this year. You know, so if you're LA, just fold it in. I mean, you could probably trade LeBron and get, even though I think he's terrible, a Ben Simmons out of the deal, right? Like, go do that, man. Like, offload that salary, and get him off to Philly. Why not? I think you have to. I mean, at, at some point, like LeBron's not getting you a championship. You got to have supporting cast. You have to have surrounding role players. And LeBron, I feel like, is just kind of a cancer at this yeah. point. Like, yeah, you might go and break every single record, you know, in the NBA. But you've been playing the game for almost 20-something years. You're yeah. bouncing from team to team to team. Again, you don't go to Miami with Dwayne and Chris Bosh. You probably don't win a title, right? Then then you go back to Cleveland and you assembly with Kyrie. If you don't have Kyrie or Kevin Love, you ain't winning a title there either. Yeah. And then again, without Anthony Davis, you don't win a title in L.A. Yeah. You know, and here's the thing with him, man. LeBron's missing one thing. At the beginning of his career, man, you know, at some point towards the beginning of it, you know, he should have tried to link up with the best coach he possibly could, man. And actually let that person like guy Phil Jackson. talking. Yeah, Phil like Jackson. a Phil Jackson, bro. Like, if you're gonna do it, like go where Phil is and be like, hey man, you know, you Teach got 15 me. years with me? Yeah, give me 15 years. And a guy like Phil Jackson would have made LeBron the undisputed greatest player of all time. But he never had that. And he's you know, he's basically trying to dictate who the coaches should be, who his teammates should be. You know, he, he's got his own trainer that, you know, he doesn't use the trainer that the other players use. Like, 
you know, it's just a, it's, it's just a really bad image of the guy, you know, yeah. like he's, yeah. you know, he's worried about one thing and one thing alone. And that's his legacy. As much as he tries to, you know, say that he's about winning, he's only worried about his legacy, bro. Yeah, and to you, me, man. you know, look, I, I look and the more and more that I like look back at what Kobe did, I don't really think I appreciated Kobe as much at the time he was playing. But the more I look back at the way that that guy approached the game and the way he did things and the way he evolved and the way, you know, he forced himself to be great and paid attention to all the, the details, you know, more I'd probably put Kobe over Lon. I, you know, I, I you said that before. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, to me, to me, you have to go MJ only because of the era. I don't think LeBron plays in the era back in the, in the early 80s, late 80s, early 90s you know, with the type of defense that those teams came with. Again, you're going through Boston. Like, yeah, you're a big dude, but to me, you seem like you're soft. You always want to whine about something. You flop. Like, yep. you're trying to go to the you're trying to go to the hole. Bill Lambeer's putting you on your ass. John oh, yeah. Sally's putting you on your ass. Dennis Robbins putting you on your ass. Like, yep. you know, it's you know, uh, Rick Mahomes. Larry Mahorn. Larry Mahorn. Nash. All those yeah. guys there, but Mahorn, yep. like Bro, they're putting you on your ass. By Doherty, yeah. I mean, oh, like, dude, bro, these guys, just, yeah, that, that would that would not fly, man. I mean, remember some of the old enforcers back in the day too, like uh, Charles Oakley, Anthony Mason, Dale yeah. Davis, right? Like, yeah. you're playing that, like, they those guys are not having it, bro. Like, Detlef Shrimp. <laughs> Detlef. Name drop. <laughs> oh my word! Well, listen, we're getting ready to come to another break, ending this first hour here on the Can Game Radio Show. Bird and Co. just chopping it up, grinding, chilling, vibing. That's what we do. That's what we do. We'll be back in about uh, about trade minutes. Peace. Not probably before that, but we'll be right back. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lloyd. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the Playmaker Every. What's up? This is Gronk, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't, you I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tongo Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tongo Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tongo Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tongo Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. 
Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information, like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General, at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Hola mi gente, ¿qué tal? Les saluda la diva Potra, la caballota, la reina y mi cuello. Un saludo a mi gente de Slam Radio. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. All right, we're back here on that second hour. Getting ready to finish up this last, last hour of the King Gang Radio Show on Series 1045 Radio. Slam Radio. Remix. Remix. Oh, you got the remix going. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. I just, I just grabbed another random track. I don't even know okay. what this one sounds like. but. Oh, so so let me talk to Bird. Bird, Bird, Bird. I got to talk to uh, you. Uh. I got to talk to you. Yes or no? Uh-oh. Good or bad? Okay. Getting rid of the turnover chain. Good. Yes. Bye. <laughs> no, look. Speak me. Speak it into existence, Bird. Speak it. No, it's not. It's, it, dude, it was gone. The second they took recruiting photos and that chain wasn't out, knew it was gone, right? Actually, even before that, when Moria was on an interview with Mark Packer and they asked him something about like, hey, what kind of music, you know, gets you hyped? And he goes, and he just looked at him dead, dead, dead in there and he was just kind of like, I don't believe in external motivation. And I was like, oh, that chain is gone. See you later. But here, here's the deal. The chain is a symbol of a bad era in our, in our program, right? Like, you know, if you're shifting the culture, you need to get rid of it. It can't go forward. Yeah, you can't. I mean, so all I all I think about, like, you know, I think about the original U chain, and that thing was dope, right? I like love that it. was I love the that original. was 2017. Um, you know, Notre Dame, you Malik know, Young. Malik Young, bro, wearing that thing, man. Like, it was all the rage, right? And then they made the decision to change it. In the next year and i'm like mm. i did so i did like sebastian though sebastian was dope. yeah like it, it it looked cool but like to me like you should have just left it that that same you and just kept with it right you know i didn't see the reason to change it every year then again in the, the state of florida the touchdown rings no. oh hideous and, mm. and so we brought that up on the show a couple times because originally going back a couple years like i literally was gonna tattoo hurricanes across my knuckles yeah Literally, I couldn't do that anymore after that because people were like, oh, like literally, I mean, I have text messages with Maria, like, I'm going to get hurricanes on my knuckles. She's like, no, you're not. I said, yes, I am. And she said, and then no, she you're said, not. no, you're not. And that's why it's not on your knuckles and right now. I don't have them. And then, then <laughs> and then they came out with that touchdown rings. And you, were, and, and you went like this. You went, woo. Yeah. And mama said, see, I told you so. Correct. So they've had, have they had, they've had five, four, four. 
You sure? No. Five. You, you had the original U. Yep. You had Sebastian. Sebastian. 305. Oh, yeah. You had the th- 305. You had the state of Florida. And then, and then, then so you're helmet. right. You had five and the helmet. Do you sell those or do you just put them in the archives? Just, you put them up. You can put them up. Right. You can leave them. You can leave them in the facility just Display to be case. seen. But they're in a glass case and they never come out. Right. Like, well, hey, this why? is what it was. Oh, but why? Because, man, you're, you're on to a new era where. But I'm saying, why, why even display them? If it ain't a national championship trophy or an ACC well, coastal trophy. But the point of your display is your history, right? That's not so. I mean, I, I don't. That's a gimmick. I think it's. it's That's not yeah, history. It's, That's it's a, a gimmick. gimmick. But, but still, I mean, you know, there's all kinds of pictures and memories with it. And look, when recruits come in, they may want to see it. And then it's also a great opportunity to say when you walk by that case, well, like, you know, yeah, we've we've moved on, right? And that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's a part of our history. And, you know, like, you know, it had some decent memories here for, for some of the people that were involved, and you know, which is why we keep them in the display case. But, you know, we've moved on, man. We're about, you know, we're about winning. Like, that's what motivates us. Nothing else. We have a, a relentless pursuit to win games, and nothing else matters. And to me, that's all, that's all I want us to want to do is I just want to win, bro. I don't care about anything else, bro. I want to win games, bro. I want to dominate you know, people, too, like we used to. You know? You know what I'm tired of? What's that? Losing. Hmm. You know what else I'm yeah. tired of? Right, I'll give you I'll give you a more specific what we're tired of. The ride home after a loss, bro. Or the flight home after a loss. Oh yeah. The oh. ride home. So let's talk about that ride home back to Tally. <laughs> no, bro. Oh man. So first of all, the, the drive from Tally sucks as it is, right? Like it doesn't I mean, obviously, if you win, it makes it a little easier because yeah. you're hyped, you're chilling, you know, you go, oh, yeah, this and that. But once you lose, like that ride from Tallahassee just sucks ass oh, so bad. Wow. So you know, bad. and again, Perfect. and then we didn't leave till till late. Then we ended up getting dinner at 11 o'clock. Didn't get on the road back to like 12 something. Still had to go to Orlando, check into the hotel at two. People smoking weed throughout the whole, like, you know. Whole hotel. <laughs> Everybody, I'm like, my goodness, man, a reefer convention or what? <laughs> Trying to get up at like nine o'clock to go to Disney the next morning. God, darn, oh, it's high, bro. Woo, a sticky, that sticky, sticky. <laughs> you got that macaroni. Oh my <laughs> word, you got that reefer, yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh my goodness, man. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah, I was. Our drives home is brutal, bro. So let me oh. give you another brutal drive home. <laughs> Clemson 2020 that wasn't bad because I just went to Atlanta but <laughs> I think it was 2018 2019 I think it might have been 2018 like Georgia Tech we lost to Georgia Tech up in Atlanta oh. no up there and I had to take I we, so Grayson was just born so yeah yep. Grayson was just born so it was 2018 and um he was walking yeah so he was just walking so we we drove everybody up to I drove everybody so it was it was Maria myself it was Ryan Zach Zayden and Grayson stayed in the Airbnb with you know some other Kane fans and uh, you had the whole co crew bro and I had just gotten my truck and again it was stock right so I had good mileage you know because it was good you know I had just, hey, I just your odometer your, your speedometer oh, wasn't messed God. up yet speedometer was good <laughs> gas mileage I was rocking about thirty something miles a gallon. It just, I was doing really well back then. What you, what you get now? Like 15? About 13 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and, That's uh, a local driver right there. Bro, it's horrible. 
And so we drive all up to Atlanta, blah, blah, blah. You know, we do the touristy things. You know, we catch the aquarium. We catch the aquarium. We we catch the Coke factory. We walk around, you know, doing Atlanta, blah, blah, blah. Go to the game. It's probably like 35 degrees. And like, you know, shout out to Q and D-Rock and all the Cane Boys and Aspect and Big C and everybody. They had to hit me up. They're like, hey, you know, you, you want to get tickets with us? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well. You know, we know you like to sit down low, but, you know, we're just going to sit up top. I'm like, that's fine. I'm cool with that. So I sit up top. I swear to God, it had to be 20 degrees cooler up top, you know, colder than it would have been down low. Because, you know, at at, uh, Bobby Dodd Stadium, it's kind of sunken, right? So you're up there in the elements up top a little bit. But it was fine. So we sit there and then we lose. And, bro, so there's been two bad drives that I've had. Like, coming back from Atlanta was horrible. But not as bad as that drive from the ACC championship game. Literally. I you got to fly to Charlotte, bro. I left an hour after the game. I'm like, I'm not even staying. I'm driving back home. <laughs> Mad as hell. Mad. I was just, I was dumbfounded. Like, I was all jacked up, you know, getting there. Yeah, 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 man. Here we come. <laughs> And then Lily, in the first five minutes, it was like 14 nothing, like it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Clemson with them damn orange pants, man. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, you know, okay, we got time. We're going to come back 21 nothing, <laughs> 28 nothing, And then we don't even try for a field goal, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, well, I think we did try at the end. I think I think we kind of salvaged three points. But, man, yeah, those are some, like, lo- road, road games, the losses. Gosh, man, those are horrible. At least we said this before. It just we're never we're never prepared and we're never ready to play against big time opponents, and, and yeah. I think that's where things are going to change. I think with yeah. Mario, it, it'll definitely change moving forward. At least being prepared. Yeah. What's up, at College Station, man? Up there. I am. You think so we win that down. game? Hell no. You really don't? No. What is what is what is, I mean? Look. They have hype because they had a really good recruiting class. And look, that's a that's a good team and a great program, man. And it and probably the most hostile environment in you know in college. Almost, football. almost. What's more there, what's more hostile? Oh, I think you had like Death Valley, like LSU. LSU at night, okay, I could see that one. Blacksburg I mean, on the Thursday night. Eh, I don't know. Man. I mean, look, I haven't been to any of them yet. I'm planning on hitting them all next year, so Man, think about that. Like the, the environments, bro. We got to go to Clemson, to Texas A&M, and to Blackburn. Virginia Tech. Yeah. Good lord, bro. Those are going to be some crazy road tests, man. And Georgia Tech. And you know how the schedule is going to fall, bro. The uh, comes out Monday. You know, yeah, I know. I can't wait, man. But you know, you know, Virginia Tech's going to be a Thursday night game up there for him. I would love it. I would yeah. love it. Look. I mean, if you're going to beat them, you you, you want to beat these guys. In, so so Monday, I, is it, I don't know what time it comes out on Monday. Hopefully it comes out early, noonish, 1 o'clock, I'm hoping. Yeah. They usually put it out on Packer and Durham. I think they're doing it on um, on the ACC show that they have, though, which means I think it'll be on in the evening. I hope not, well, man. I just want to know. Well, need to be getting ready to book hotels. That's a good thing about booking hotels. If you don't use it, you just cancel it. But at least yeah. you're at least you're locked in. Yeah, but we're already we're already booked for College Station. Correct. Now just looking at so uh, let's talk about that real quick, and we can talk about it in the air because who cares what we talk about on the air because it's our radio show. We can do what we want to talk about. So 
you know, talking to Dolphin Derek and uh, kind of figuring out some things. He's thinking, oh, it'd be better to fly into to College Station right there, CLL, you know, just kind of Uber over. Like, there's nothing to do in College Station unless you go to the Yale practice or whatever it is. Oh, we're um, going to that. You know, yeah. I mean, as long as you go to Yale practice, like, I mean, it's at midnight or whatever the case may be, you know, then watch it be like a nooner, right? The game will be a nooner. <laughs> but so – I get it. So if I fly, if if I fly into Austin, I could try, I could probably save about 200, 250 bucks. Then you got to get a rental car. You got to drive a couple hours. But at the same time, there are different things to do. Like you can tour Austin, go to UT, you know, drive around, you know, do lunch, you know, kind of see some sights, you know, blah, blah, blah. Instead of just being, you know, already, you know, in college station. Cause I think you have more flexibility as far as your flights on the time you'd get in to in Austin or Houston than you would be going into because not a lot of airlines fly into CLL and you're kind of limited on their flight, their flight times. So, you yeah. know, here's what well, it here's, is. Here's something to consider though, too. If we go to Austin Saturday, September 17th, Texas, San Antonio Roadrunners at Texas Longhorns. Are we going, are we going to double dip for games in a day? Depends what time the game is. Yeah. Like if they have, it's hard, right? Because give if, us a noon. If you gave us a noon and then an eight o'clock game, absolutely. I'm in. Uh, I'm, uh, dude, absolutely. That'd be so amazing. I, I'm leaving like three thirty. You know, again, because you can't do their game at noon and try to get back over there. At, I, I just think that's gonna be pushing it. It would be pushing it. It would be tight, but you could always. I mean, you could always leave in the you know halfway through the fourth quarter right at least then you can say but, then, but what happens if you have car trouble like there's so many things that can like <laughs> I, I just i, I don't want to be the the optimist or the pessimistic person yeah with that situation but and, I, and i'll never hope for a noon game especially in the texas sun in september oh, no way no way you got you got to make that a prime time eight o'clock game or 7 30 espn yeah. You know, I, I don't know what the rankings are going to be at that point. Um, you know, again, and I don't feel, I, I say, you asked me, do I think we win? Of course I think we win. But, you know, I, I'm never going to say we're not going to win. I always win uh, pickets. Listen, they never lost. They, never. They, they, they're bringing in Max Johnson from LSU. You know, and again, he's not his dad. He's not Brad Johnson. The kid throws the ball like, like just straight, like ass. Like, Wobbly you know, duck. He, yeah, it looks like cheeks, right? So, like, to me... <laughs> Like bring him on, let him let him play QB. Let's go in there. Let's see how this defense shapes out. Let's see how hungry our guys are. Let's see if Coach Cristobal has us prepared and ready to play. Like your yeah. first two games are warm ups. Who do we got? Bethune and Southern Miss or something like that. Yeah, Frank Gore Jr. Is he still playing? Yeah. Oh my gosh, he's gonna oh, yeah. run for like three hundred on us. He probably will. <laughs> no, I don't see that. I, I no, just... I didn't get out of it. Those days are over, bro. I'm telling you, those days of embarrassing losses i believe are, are over bro yeah i'm not gonna say we're gonna win every game but i you know i don't think we're gonna show up to games and be unprepared or get mm -hmm. uh mismatched physically because the games that the games that we've lost that we've been embarrassed in mm -hmm. you know we've been bullied physically right like that's that's why we've lost man that north carolina game yeah you know, they just bullied us bro <laughs> bullied ain't even the word bro yeah bro they took our lunch money stuffed us in a locker and uh yeah, it was it was pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad ain't even the word. Yeah, you're right. Really bad. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man. What uh? 
We're not coming up the break. We got about a minute, right? Minute and a half. You like you like raising canes? Get right there. Yeah, yeah. It's Get okay. right there. Yeah. Yeah. They got good sauce. They got one thing on the menu. That's chicken fingers, bro. Like That's literally, it. there's nothing else. Okay, gotcha. Speaking of it's Florida State. St- speaking of Florida State. <laughs> okay, is- I didn't know we were speaking of Florida State, I- but all right. Well, because chicken tenders, I was thinking of Guthrie's, right? Because they do have actually a really good chicken tender spot in Tallahassee called Guthrie's. What is the deal with them setting up a GoFundMe page for their NIL? Like, talk to me. <laughs> is that legit? Should, so I I get per- step- should I get Pertle on the phone? I want to. I want to step back for a minute and, and and tell you one of my New Year's resolutions, man. I'm trying to be kinder, and I'm trying not to troll. But listen, when I saw that today, I couldn't. I couldn't help, bro. I could not help it. I'm like, you guys really set up a, basically a GoFundMe page, a website to fund NILs. Like, and the worst part was when they did it, they weren't getting any traction. So they had to put like, like, if you read the article, like literally, I just want to put like, you know, the Sarah McLaughlin song in the background and be like, oh, for $2 a day, you can sponsor an FSU football player. You know, like it's bad, bro. Like, you know, we have. John Ruiz out there dropping, you know, $10 million left and right, man. But you know what else we got dropping? The time, bro. We got to go to break. You're listening to King Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM, Slam Radio, Channel 145. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad oh. idea to do that. I didn't cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing, you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look. Back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Good, good thing nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, 
apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't. All of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 1249, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Listen, if you want me to pay $4 for your 4th and 14th t-shirt so your kids can eat like a Happy Meal, maybe I can. But but you were talking about like John Ruiz, you know, about the NIL deals that Miami's having, you know, with Life Wallet and all kinds of other deals. Bird, I, I know you kind of have some interesting takes on this. Well, you know, here's the thing with the, with the Ruiz situation, right? I've kind of questioned it just from a what's in it for him perspective. Not in a disrespectful manner. I mean, I'm very appreciative of... You know, the man coming in and, and making these these gestures and wanting to use his money not only to improve the program, but, you know, to improve the community, right? And it's kind of a, you know, hey, what's in it for you thing? So I've been skeptical, not, you know, unappreciative or trying to, you know, trying to say that he's not, um, you know, you know, trying to say that he's got ill intentions, right? Because I just don't know. But I've also been, like, trying to question it at the same time. But I'm, it's starting to make sense, man. And I'm starting to trust Ruiz more as we go because he's he stood in the paint, right, against, you know, reporters who have questioned him. And, you know, I really feel like, you know, being a lawyer, he's taken a lot of time to make sure he steps through this the right way. And when you look at it from a marketing perspective, the way it's kind of blowing up, like, and, you know, him giving deals to Tyler Van Dyke's, you know, girlfriend, Morgan Pankow, the golfer, and you know to you know uh, Clay James, greatest long snapper in the long snapper in the game. Um, you know Frank Gore Jr. got a deal. Uh, there's an FIU player that got a deal, right? 
So what he's doing here is bringing a lot of attention to Life Wallet. <laughs> you know, Correct. I mean, he's really Correct. he's really doing. So it's being the right move for the business. I'm not on board with the stadium stuff yet, right? Just because I don't think Hard Rock is a bad situation, right? Like, mm -hmm. I think uh, I think Hard Rock's a good place, man. And especially, you know, if we get some things fixed over there, you know, got to move Cane Walk to that that beautiful entrance with the giant screen above it and the fountains on the side of it and all that because the spot they got us standing right now ain't that great, you know? But get that moved over. Get us to, you know, get to the point where the team's winning and there's a lot of excitement behind the game. Um, get the parking lot fixed. You know, start to tighten a lot of this stuff up. And all of a sudden, Hard Rock's a great home home field advantage. You know, I just don't know if I see a, a stadium coming through. And, I mean, they're talking about retractable roof on and all that. I mean, you're talking a major, major financial investment. It's, it's $900 million, probably a billion dollars after overrun costs on on, on – uh, you know, on construction and all that. Plus, you got to get the city to give up Tropical Park, right? Which, you know, look, you're, you're talking about a lot of political red tape there, man. I'm still with the, hey, kick the Marlins out because nobody cares about the Marlins, right? Kick them out to Nashville or whatever. Listen, you already have that. You already have that infrastructure. Bro, you, we, you we, I was there. You, you bring the stadium, you bring the seats in, you reconfigure the seating. It's not that big of a deal. And, and, I, and I know you're going to be looking at your 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 phone because I was shooting you a bunch of stupid like gifts. Oh, see, see all these images you're sending me, and I'm like, what is all this, bro? <laughs> As you were talking, I'm trying to throw you off. But nah, again, I, I, I mentioned this last year. Like, the perfect scenario would be like, look, recreate the Orange Bowl as far as you know, re, recon, reconfigure it. The Marlins are, are just straight cheeks anyway. Like, I don't even Nobody know how they operate. Games. No one goes to games. How can you be profitable? year in and year out unless the politicians are straight getting money handed to them yeah. you know hand over fist because there's no reason why you guys shouldn't say you know what we need to sell this franchise we need to go in a different direction go to a different city that maybe wants a, a baseball you know uh program or a team a professional team and then again you take the whole clevelander all that stuff out there in the left field you make that stadium seating you're going to have to reconfigure because, you know, the way that the stadium goes this way. You got to cut all the seating in the lower bowl out. Correct. And then you rebuild it into a centralized. You could leave the upper decks and the way Correct. they wrap. Those are fine. With the glass windows looking out at the city. 100%. With the same view that the old girl used to have showing out of the Miami skyline. 100%. So why aren't we putting the petition? Roof. Why aren't we tweeting that out at Ruiz? Hey. Yeah, that's the better move. The building's already there. Dude, find, Do it. find somebody who wants to buy the Marlins. Get rid of them. And then... Not only that, Ruiz okay. and, and Ruiz the Ruiz and then brothers. wanted to buy the Dolphins. How about you just buy the Marlins? Just write them a check and say, hey, look, you're gone. Get out. <laughs> we, need to tweet that that from, we need to tweet that from the Kangaroo yeah. account. That's, that's, that's what we should be doing, right? Correct. We should be trying to get the stadium back. And Correct. then, you know, you rebuild that. Um, but here's the other thing with it, too. Parking. You also make it the home for uh, Inter-Miami and a soccer Parking. stadium, too. Parking. Yeah. No tail Parking. Baby. No, I wouldn't say no tailgating. Because here's the thing. A lot of those people that live down there. Yeah. Which, the, but the tailgating people will find ways. Like, you build a website and you put it out there and you give it to everybody locally who's in that area. And you give them the opportunity to sell their yards as parking spots, right? You don't no, think people no, would do that? I agree. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I'm not parking on the on the eighth eighth level of the parking garage trying to get out Hell of that. Hell no. Game. I'm not parking in any parking garage, bro. 
I'm parking in someone's yard. Bro. You give me the $30 no blocky. And when I get out, my I'm blocked Straight anyway. Up. So it doesn't matter. Straight up. I'm going to have a handshake agreement with Hector who, and his family, who are the nicest people. Who well, listen, that's why we get Maria. Come out. We get Maria to drop her little, you know, she, she dropped her Spanish to him. And, you know, <laughs> and say, you know, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm gonna, yeah. No, I'm going to learn Spanish to be able to say, to be able to say thank you. But honestly, right. like that, that's the move. It's not right. cool. It's not cool. Gables high school. It's not tropical no. park. It's get rid of the Marlins. Yes. That should be the mission. One. We need 100%. to tweet this out from the account. We're going to, this is, this is what we have to do. And I think that's the move. That's the petition. That's the move. Hashtag Marlins got to go. <laughs> but watch out, bro. Derek Jeter is going to come for you, man. And at the end of the day, go hey, back up north. There's only room for one Derek in this town. That's right. And I well, was here two. first. Well, two. We got the Dolphin in there, too. Listen, he's from he's from Lakeland. He can say he's that someday, too. He's from Miami. But he Says lives who? in Lakeland. He lives in Lakeland. He lives in Lakeland. I don't even think he's from Miami. His dad lives in Cool Springs. Or Parkland. Right. So he's South Florida. He's South Florida. I don't know where he's from. I don't even know where. Derek, where are you from? Text me. I know, I, I know he listens. Yeah. <laughs> Derek, where are you from? <laughs> hey, you know what I'm jealous of? Listen, Dolphin picked the very best possible game to go to. To go see Duke? Miami at Duke. And I'm like, like just the way it worked out for him, I'm like, bro, like I thought you were crazy for going into Cameron to go watch a team play. And he goes and sees like, you know, probably the best Miami basketball game in the past 15 years, right? I don't know. No, a couple years ago when uh, – North Carolina victory. Was it Newton hit the game winner at half court? Woo! That was that was beyond half court, though, that shot yeah. he hit. Was it Newton, Did right? he – yeah, did he, yeah, it was Jaquan. Did he get did he get glass on that one too? The same way I Charlie. I think that was number net. I think that was straight butter. Bro, when when Charlie hit that shot last night, I thought he hit the bottom of the net. Oh, and then yeah. I realized it went in. Like at first, like I was sitting on the couch and I'm like, okay, we're going to overtime. You know, like there's 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 just no way with one point eight seconds that we're gonna that we're gonna get this. And he hit it. I was like, he hit the net. And then I just saw everybody start running and I jumped up. I'm like, holy sh I'm like which is freaking one, like, on a bank shot from half court with, like, wow. Like, Which is crazy, right? It was awesome. Amazing. Love, Love it. it. Love it. <laughs> it's good stuff, man. Do you ever get people that follow you on IG or Twitter and you're like, who the hell are these people? Yes. Like, we have nothing in common. I, I get it. Like, you got this. Someone just started following me. Well, I see one picture of, like, a hurricane thing. But the rest is like, dude's got like a bumblebee. <laughs> like, like sometimes I'm just like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I make sure that I make sure that they're not the fake profiles that are like, oh, hey, baby, are you lonely? And you're like, Psh, what? Like, dude, I block all those, bro. I ain't even trying to hear none of that mess, bro. No, I'm not, I'm not even in the mood for that stuff. Crazy. So, hey, so what's your, what's your take? We were talking a little bit about the, the Ruiz stuff, man. What's your take yeah. on the Ruiz involvement? I just don't want it to end up being another Nevin type situation where, and I would, I would, I would hope to see compliance or hope to see that somehow the school has all their eggs, you know, all their ducks in a row. I say ducks. I got another twenty-five. Uh, no, up downs. Ding, ding, uh, ding. Um, <laughs> I would hope that they have all their ducks in a row because I think this is where it can get a little dicey if it's not handled the right way you know obviously yeah. I, I don't know who's who's actually uh, are these kids getting actual checks or is it 
in the future. Like, how I don't know how the NIL, NIL. I don't know how the NIL actually works as far as far yeah. as getting the monetary the monetary value of their deal. Well, you how, got a lot of parties involved, right? So you've got the person who's hiring the athlete, right? So in this case, the agent. Uh, well, yeah, you got the agent involved, right? Whoever's representing the player, you got the player and their family. You got the school who's also reviewing the deals, right? So you have all four of these parties that are really working in unison on them. So, I mean, they got to be legit, right? Like there can't be a way like that we're not playing by the rules within this stuff, right? Can there be? Like, I don't know. I mean, you look at like look at Quinn Ewers, who got like a million dollars at Ohio State, and then said, "See ya, I'm going back to Texas." Skipped his senior year of high school to go make that mill. Went, you know, did forty practices with the team and bolted for Texas. Thanks. See you later. Because you're not playing. Um, see who's it? C.J. Stroud. C.J. Like, Stroud. Bro, you're not playing over him. And again, I. Okay, shout out to Miami though. They at least gave an offer to Archie Manning, or not Archie Manning. But why? Let me ask you. Like, but, why but would why? You? Why not? Because, bro, he doesn't. He offer. doesn't fit us. Okay, but at the end of the day, why not? I mean, I guess it doesn't hurt to say it, but I mean, like, is he better than Tate Martell? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so why not? I just, dude, I just don't think he fits culturally here. And I, look, I think he's going to be a great player. But you think he he's is better a, than Jay Garcia? I mean, I don't know, I guess, by rating, but we haven't seen anything from him. Correct. But still, man, I, I don't know. I, like, I'm just saying. Like, but you guys gotta not? be a culture fit though, man. Especially your quarterback, man. But what's like, a culture fit? TVD's from Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> but bro, tell him you tell me he's not uh he's he's not a fit for who we are and the way the way he is and his personality. I think he handles himself so low key. That's and, what I and, mean. Like, it's true. And he, he, but that's not the Miami culture. The Miami culture is, you know, brass, loud and swag, boisterous. That's the Miami yeah. culture, right? TVD just holds himself in a whole different level. He holds himself to a higher standard. Academic All American, you know, very quiet. You know, not a lot of stuff on social media. You know, it's it's a it's a team thing before me thing. You know, and, and that's yeah. what I've really really have come to like about I TVD. Don't know. I don't know, bro. The, the Manning thing to me, though, I don't know. It just doesn't. It just doesn't feel like a fit. Like, I mean, could you I, I'm see not saying going... that it's a fit. I'm just, I was just curious because yeah, I, I mean, saw you, the you offer. offer him, you offer him, but like, I mean, does he even like? I think he's at. Yeah. I think he goes to Georgia anyway. I think he's all Miss. I think he's I think going so. to play for. I think he's going to play for Kiffin. That whole thing where they honored Eli with yeah. the Manning in the end zone. Yeah, bro. That that was all about. Arch. But why would you, what if you go there Arch. and you don't live up to, you don't live up to it? Now whose kid is that? Is that Eli's son? No, it's uh, his, his brother, Cooper's. Cooper, the, the 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 one that wasn't a good quarterback. Correct. So what happens if if you go there and you don't live up to that hype? I mean, same as you go anywhere else, right? Yeah, but at least you're not going to Ole Miss where your uncle, you know, again. Is it a two-time Super Bowl champion? How many times the Giants won? One or two? Whatever. Two. Two two-time Super Bowl champion. You know, living legend for Ole Miss. You know, it's just it's one of those things. You know, like yeah. let me ask you another question about the portal. Look at the kid from Georgia who just transferred to Alabama. <laughs> Explain it to me. Money, bro. That's I'm sure there's money behind it. But you literally just left your national championship team 
who for the just team that beat you beat. I don't know. Do you it's... see everybody like like former uh, former Bulldogs literally going in on them? Yeah. And this oh, yeah. is what I love about social media. Kevin Smith, our new running back coach, said something like on Twitter, well, I was a two-star recruit. And then Lane Kiffin said, and? <laughs> Did you? Like, shots fired, bro. Like, this, yeah. is what I, this is what I like about social media. But at the same time, like, these, like someone like Lane Kiffin is so brass, you know, and he literally can care less. Yeah. But that, that whole transfer portal thing, man, I mean, look, it's been good to us. It's definitely helped us more than it's hurt us, right? You know, but I just, you know, some of the kids that, that either leave or have left other programs, like, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't see how you're bettering your situation. Like, Caleb Williams, for example, I don't Going see how Wisconsin? these kids... Well, I mean, he's Potentially Wisconsin? Wisconsin, USC, like... I just, I just don't see how he's bettering his situation and what he had at Oklahoma. I mean, Oklahoma's a blue blood, yeah. you know, top of top tier program. You know, you're the dude there. Like, why rock the boat? Why change it? Like, you know, you're not going to make that much more money going to USC over, you know, over a uh, over staying at Oklahoma, right? Like, so let me ask you this: when Miami, when Miami first started flirting with the transfer portal. There was a lot of older guys, a lot of grad guys. You take KJ Osborne, who came from Buffalo. You take Jose Borgales, who came from FIU. You know, the you didn't get a lot of freshmen and sophomores who I felt like weren't getting PT at other schools and said, "Well, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go to Miami." Now we had guys, Christian Williams, Jared, Jer, you know, Jared Williams, you know, people who decided to leave because I felt like they weren't going to, you know, get some opportunity to play. So they transfer somewhere. Now they're transferring somewhere else again. I think now they're declaring for the draft. Like, I feel like, you know, and again, it came out. I think Tyrone Tyro Matthew, you know, Honey Badger said, listen, I don't like the portal. I sat behind Patrick Peterson and uh, uh, was it Mo Caldwell or whatever his name was. The other guy said, look, it taught me to be better. It taught me to, you know, strive to get better, to put more work into it. And this is where I feel the younger generation, they don't want to put the work in. Nope. But you know what we got to do? We got to put the work in. We got to put the work in and go to break. Gotcha. You listen to the Can Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM Slam Radio, Channel 145. We'll be back with our sixth and final segment here in about three minutes. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad though. idea to do that. I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing, you're gonna be home today, so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look. Back. You give me that puppy look. You have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good thing nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home. Privacy of your own home. Watch it on Zoom. <laughs> You, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't. of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 294.9, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Ooh, I don't know about this one. Proud. They're just random tracks that are in here, man. I just hit them and I've never heard them. Listen, we're unscripted. I'm this literally sounds like now. this literally sounds like that song, Total Eclipse of the Heart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're getting on a ride at Disney World with it, bro. It's a small world. Oh man, that's the worst ride there. Ever. Ever of all time. Ever. <laughs> Alright, yeah, let's change of, it. You change it because we'll talk. I, I want to bring up something about Disney. Uh oh. Go too political, man. No, I'm gonna talk about it. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. So bring it. What is the deal with this whole cancel uh, cancel culture? <laughs> I just, well, you, got, you got to set the context to why, though. Uh, well, let's go back. Let's go. Let's let's take it back about 
I, again, like just cartoons in general. You want to get rid of, you know, the Roadrunner, Wiley e. Coyote, and Yosemite Sam, and because they're dangerous. It ain't my fault, you know, the Wiley e. Coyote can't see a mountain and runs into it. Like that's not my fault. But like the stuff that we grew up on, you know, Tom and Jerry. How bad is Tom and Jerry? Like if you literally watch Tom and Jerry, like as funny as it is, like if you think about it, it's actually a really bad cartoon, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, th- just it's. But who cares? We were born and we were born and raised on that thing, though. Bro, like the Flintstones, you know, like just there's just I, I don't get it. So so something got something got posted in the in the New York New York Post, and I don't know if it's true or not, but they're saying that now Minnie Mouse is gonna ditch her iconic red polka dotted dress to wear a pantsuit. Uh, a, a pantsuit. Is that true? I don't know, bro. I don't believe anything I see on the internet, man. Like, to actually see it happen. That's bad, though, bro. Like, that, like, dude, why? Because she's wearing a skirt? This, this cancel is what culture, I don't... bro. But cancel culture. At what point does someone take a stand and say, you know, just, you know, GFY? Like, honestly. You want me to know. accept every single thing, and I'm okay with accepting things. I don't care if you're different nationality, if you're a different race, if you're yeah. born I love a certain everyone, way. Bro. Yeah, I'm love saying, everyone. Like, I don't care. Do you? Why are you worried about Minnie Mouse? But yeah, like it's it's definitely gone to extremes, bro. Where it's just like, what do you accomplish by that, right? Like, what? Because are you gonna boycott Disney? Okay, they don't then don't go. They don't go. I don't care. They'll just raise the ticket prices, bro. Correct. They don't go. I mean, there's so many things that I can be offended by. I don't like when they point at me with two fingers telling me to go a certain way. To me, that's offensive. <laughs> Are you telling me peace? Like, get out of here? Like, I, I don't understand. Because you know, they, they don't, if you notice, and then I'll tell you maybe a secret, every cast member will, is not allowed to use a finger, right. one finger to point at you. Has to be two fingers. It, because they feel like one finger is like kind of singling you out or disrespecting you or scolding you when they say something. So when they're telling you to do something, it's always, hey, can we move this way? If you ever watch them, it's always two fingers. The reason why I know this is because my sister and my niece work here. So I learned all these little different things. Yep. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. And then if you, have, if you have a DAS pass, you have to mention the next time you go to Renew that you have IBS. Because there's no way I can sit in line for more than 20 minutes without having to go to the bathroom. <laughs> You're crazy, bro. You're another dude, man. I'm just, I'm just saying that this is this is what you get when you're unscripted, and you're in the last last segment of the last hour. Oh, it <laughs> this is too. This is the content hey, that you're getting. When we got to when we got to fill two hours in the off season, bro. That's for sure. When you just had a Casey Corners, like foot long chili cheese hot dog, and oh, you want to go wait and watch, you know, ride seven doors. <laughs> abort! Abort! Get out! Get out where you still can. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> With a large Coke. I'm just saying. <laughs> Listen, man. Let me bring this thing back to let me bring this thing back to football. We got to get Pirtle on here with us, man. Because I want I want him to come and I want him to defend this uh, this website that they got where they... I think, you know what we should do? We should all donate $4.14 to the... Uh, What's the website? The, Talk to me. Oh, hold on, hold on. We're going to plug them? Let's plug them. I will. What's the website? Find it. 
I gotta find it. Is it Florida State's GoFundMe? <laughs> Pretty much. It's Florida a private State. company, a private entity. Florida oh, State I think I, got it. I think it's under. Uh, you know the other the other thing. Speaking of Florida State, it was great to see they uh, they got slapped in the face by uh, by what you call it the other night. Georgia Tech, the worst team in the ACC, oh. the night that we had a you know half court. Three point for the win. The, the rising spear. Oh, isn't that the name of a porno? And you're talking about a chili cheese dog, and you're talking about that. I'm just asking. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, rising I don't know. spear. I don't either. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, I what, you know. Yeah, where, <laughs> what are they even going to do with that money? Like I, how? I, I, like I, how are you going to get on Ruiz about the way he's doing things yet? You've set up a website to take donations for people to give money to players, and you still so, can't seem to raise any money. Two former members of the ex- executive board of directors for the Seminole Boosters announced the formation of Rising Spear, a new platform developed name, image, and likeness opportunities for Florida State University student-athletes. Rising Spear is a third-party entity not affiliated with Florida State University. The new organization will provide a platform to create and develop NIL opportunities for FSU student-athletes in cooperation with business and sponsors. Rising Spiel will consist of two options. The gold standard, representing for profit opportunities supported by local and national businesses, and the guarded spirit, a not-for-profit platform creating opportunities to engage FSU student-athletes through appearances fees to help meet the needs of local communities through clinics, fundraising, community service projects, and events supported undersized communities. (laughs) Whatever in the world that that means. Bro, whatever, man. That's that's crazy though. That, that's literally like, man. That's that's bold. I just I don't get it, man. Oh, jeez. So, do you hear about the Kentucky uh, Liam Cohen? Yeah. Potential name now for OC Joe yeah. Brady. Another name potential for OC. Somebody I'd never Liam Cohen. Somebody I'd never heard of until today, bro. I'm gonna admit it. But I looked into him, and he's he's legit, man. He's definitely got some. Uh, some good statistics from uh, from UK. And they, mm-hmm. uh, they're pretty exciting this year, so mm-hmm. I'm game with it. They beat Florida. I mean, you know who I you, – you know, as far as the OC goes, there's who I it's want. It's not Dorsey. I said, what I was say, there's who I want. It's Dorsey, which the more now that the season's passed, definitely doesn't look like it's going to happen. And I'm okay with that, right? But that's – if I was making the hire, which I'm not, that's who I'd want. But who I think we're going to hire on this – is I think it's going to end up being Frank Potts from uh, App State. Morrow's got a long history with him, man, and I uh-huh. think that I think that I think the guy lives down here in the off season. Uh-huh. So I think you know they've probably you know gone out to dinner a few times. They've spent some time talking X's and O's. You know, I just I don't know, man. Until I see the Brady thing being a reality, I know that's like the one that everybody's trying to say is 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 the go right now. But uh-huh. I don't know, man. It just it. That, that guy's got such a reputation as not being somebody who likes to recruit that I can't, I, I just don't see he, he and Mario's personalities meshing. And what has he honestly done, man? Like that LSU team was all Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. I mean, they were flush with talent and all that talent was seniors that whole year. The, the line, everybody like, bro, I don't care who you are. You, I could have called plays for that team and won a national champion and, and be a hot commodity. But what are you doing, Carolina? Not much, bro. So I'm not as big on Brady as everybody, man. I mean, 
you know, I think they they see the shiny object that name. And here's the thing. Brady wasn't even the dude on that team. It was Steve Ensminger's offense that he was technically the OC. Joe Brady was co-OC in there and passing game coordinator. So I don't know, man. I'm I'm not I'm not sold on Brady, you know? So there's a lot there's a lot of talk that if Brian if Brian Dable ends up getting a head coaching job potentially at Miami, that he would bring Dorsey with him, you know, to Miami to, to the Dolphins, right? To the Dolphins. So I, I always and I go back and we talked about this before. I just don't think Dorsey would want to tarnish his legacy at the University of Miami. The same yeah. way I don't think Ed Reed wouldn't want to be a safety coach or a defensive coordinator and tarnish your legacy at the University of Miami. Now, I agree with you on that. Th- there are two names out there that I think are going to be, you know, again, we talked about it earlier in the show. When the time comes, the time comes. Before we get you know any further, I, I really want to talk about, and I know this is the Kang Gang show. We talk everything at the University of Miami, but what a fantastic weekend of NFL playoff games Ooh. we had. So, Crazy. so peep this. I almost, I almost dropped a, a nut as far as money on a uh, bet. I was literally, I didn't, and I'm glad I didn't. But I literally was going to take. And I had it already set out. Bengals, Niners, Rams, and Bills. Had I laid two G's on that, it would have brought me back almost $80,000. What? Good Lord. On the money line. I didn't bet it. Could you imagine if you did that, the way that KC Buffalo game ended? Like how how crazy you would have And that's what I want to talk to you about. So... Obviously, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that happened in the final two minutes of that game that went back and forth, fourth downs, touchdowns, blah blah blah. So as a as a football person, Bird, thirteen seconds left. Do you kick it out of the end zone, or do you kick it high, give them the opportunity to either fair catch inside maybe their ten yard line? Or potentially run it out and burn some clock. I still think you squib kick it, bro. So I'll tell you why you don't squib kick it. Uh, tell me why you squib kick it. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm asking you. Tell me why you squib kick it. I'll tell you my response. To bring the to bring the clock down to seven or eight seconds. Clock don't start until the player touches the ball, right? No, it starts when it hits the ground, doesn't it? Nope, not until a player touches, not a kickoff. Not until the player touches the ball. You sure on that? I, 100%. Okay. All right, well then. I so you right. don't squib it. So if you, and we can Google it, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Because that's why if you if you kick it deep inside, you know, again, you're not giving the ball in the 25. You're not kicking out of the end zone. If you kick it short of the end zone where they either fair catch it and no time comes off the clock, or they try to run up, you know, you're going to waste a few seconds, right? Yeah. You don't give them a free no time well, off the clock situation. Yeah, and you don't play that crazy soft prevent defense. I mean. Okay, so let's talk about that, right? You literally, your first play, you give up 19 yards to Tyreek Hill. Okay. you gotta You got to compensate and make up for that mistake. So... The next play, you still rush four. There's nobody covering Kelsey in the scene. Why aren't you chipping him, right? So I, this is why I'm blaming the defense or the defense coordinator. You don't chip Kelsey at all. 
The other thing is when he catches the ball and he runs, right, Bird? And he falls down. Why are you touching him? The clock don't stop until you touch him. That's true. Or until the referee blows the whistle. Right? But listen, he's not he's not down. Yeah. If he if he falls down on That's the a ground, good call. He, I haven't heard I hadn't thought about that one, but yeah, you're you're right on that. Bro, just let him go down. Let him go down. I'm 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 getting away from you. Don't touch his ass. Just stand around him like this. Like you get up, and then I'm gonna stand I'm around gonna him. Down, I'm, but... I'm back. Like you can run as much as you want. I'm I'm burning that whole clock. And when yeah. you go down on the ground, you can't call a timeout. This ain't the NBA where you fall on the floor and call a timeout. You're not down <laughs> yeah. until you're touched. Yeah. Well, that's a good call, man. I didn't think about that one. Football etiquette. Again, Cam Kitchens on Douglas. You tackle him. You don't give up a 60-burger. You tackle yeah. him, give up 15 yards, and you keep moving. Oh, yeah. You take that 15-yard penalty every time. Every damn time. I know. I just don't get it. Bro, that's, you know, look, that goes back to what we always say. You play, you play the young guys, which everybody was screaming for last year. And it was good to play the young guys, right? Because it's definitely, mm-hmm. you know, we see what we have in those guys. But you got to expect mistakes like that, bro. It's just it's all there is to it, man. They're, he's going to learn from that. And Kinch is a great player, bro. Like, he's going to be something out there, man. And, uh, you know, but you got to expect he's not going to play perfect, man. He's probably not ever going to play perfect. But, yeah, correct. You know, in that situation, I think he learned what he what he should have done. And, you know, we take it from there. So. No, I got you. I got you. It should be interesting this week. What do you think is going to happen this week? Obviously, you got the Rams and the Niners, and you got Cincinnati and you got KC. I think everybody's thinking the clear-cut favorite is LA and KC. I'm thinking you give me 1988, you know, Super Bowl again. You got yeah. Joe Montana. You got Boomer Sizen, bro. But give me, yeah, give me a Niner Bengals Super Bowl, bro. Uh, I'm, all, I'm all for it. I, I, I really I, don't I, care at this point, though. Any, I was kind of pulling for the Bills, man, but like. I'm just whatever now with it. Like whoever makes it, great. I'll do my Super Bowl squares. I hope I I hope I hit on them. You know, that's that's pretty much it, bro. Other than that, whatever. I would like to see now. Obviously, Tampa Bay won last year in their home stadium. This year, it's in LA, right? So, I think the LA KC matchup is probably the most favorable matchup as far as for ratings. I would think, right? Yeah, Mahomes versus you know Matt Stafford. Aaron Donald, right? All those guys. Or if, Stafford. If if LA and KC go, just who you going with? Probably LA. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But again, I, I'm not like that invested in it. It could be KC and I'd be like, oh, cool. Good for them. I mean, it's just a time to sit and watch, eat wings, watch some games. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And then wait for next season to start. Oh, uh-huh. Since no, it goes over. You wait for spring ball to start. That's it. We're going to go down there for spring ball this year? We should. I'm hoping. Yeah. Hoping maybe we can cover it a little bit. Listen, man, they, they need to fill that stadium for the spring game. If they have it. They got to have a spring game, bro. Got to. But, I mean, look, it's Morio, too. So, who knows? Maybe you keep it under wraps. And you know who just liked our post on Twitter? We got to give a shout-out to as we, we go to sign off here. Who's that? Shout-out to Q and La Familia. What do we? What do we? What do we? What do we do? No, he just put, he just liked the show link. Oh, okay, gotcha. But anyway, we gotta go. We gotta go tweet at Reese about uh, about buying the Marlins and then and then dumping them off to some other town. Bro, one hundred percent. All right, bro, take us home, man. We're out of here, right? You listen to Kang Gang Radio Show on Sirius XM Channel One Four Five. Kang Gang is out. Kang Gang.